The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Let me tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4, featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. Playing hopefuls. There are five teams with playing aspirations. Sacramento, Charlotte, ugh. Washington, ugh. Detroit and Indiana. The question is, which of these teams could be a playing team? First and foremost, I think you have to kind of look to the West because I think there's a lot of competitive, uh, like, sort of versatility there. You saw the Pelicans make it to the play-in, and they started off, like, 1-20. So I would start, first and foremost, and take it to the West Coast. This is going to sound really gross, and it's going to sound like I'm pandering because I'm very I'm very connected and, and beloved within the Sacramento Kings fan base. And I might be insane. I might be insane. Say, test me for some sort of LSD or drugs, but it feels like it's the Kings. It does. No, it does. If Keegan Murray can be who we know he has the potential to be this year, which is rookie of the year, right? A guy who can get you 25 points on any given night, be a really good defender, a really good sneaky rebounder. Uh, if Mike Brown can get this team to actually buy into defense and they should be able to gel and find some level of mediocrity on defense, right? Because you're going to get a lot of very easy games because you've got San Antonio and you've got Utah blatantly, aggressively, and disrespectfully tanking for Victor Wambayama. So you're going to get a lot of those games from them that they're just going to hand over to you. That's going to happen in the East as well. And I don't think Sacramento is interested in the least in disappointing their fan base. I think they're trying to compete, right? I think that they have a lot of young guys who can score. They're going to be able to put up buckets. Kayvon Herter, right? We know he can score. Sabonis, Keegan, Malik Monk off the bench. We know he's a little microwave. So if they can figure out a way to defend on any level and they can pick up easy games from teams that are very obviously trying to tank, I think they could sneak in like 10 seed. I don't think that's, I don't think that's too crazy. And which of these teams is one step away from becoming a play-in team? And what will that step be to make it to the next level? 
Well, I think it's tough, right? Because you could easily just say Charlotte because Charlotte's been a play-in team, but boy, are they a disaster. We have no idea what's going on with Miles Bridges, whether he's ever going to play basketball again, whether Gordon Hayward's ever going to be healthy, how that whole thing is going to work with you know Steve Clifford coming back again. So I'm just going to table all expectations for them, even though they've been in the play-in not, not that long ago, right? I think you have to say, Okay, what were the Indiana Pacers, who are very clearly rebuilding, trying to do this offseason? They were trying to get DeAndre Ayton. Can they still get DeAndre Ayton? Absolutely. Did it look like Ayton wanted to go to Indiana? Absolutely. Is it possible in January for them to make that move if DeAndre Ayton wants it to happen? Yes. So I think that's the move. Like, you look at Ben Matherin. You look at, I know, Chris Duarte. I know he's not going to be, like, a a starter necessarily, but this is a a guy who can get you some buckets as well. You've got Hallie who's in the mix. Obviously, Miles Turner probably not going to be there long term, but you've got some pieces here, and I think that they're really interesting if you added them with Jalen Smith already to play for and then a, a guy like DeAndre Ayton, who they have played together for Phoenix. I think then they're actually a team that could very easily get into the play-in, but... Aiton's not somebody that you can just pick up off the street. That's going to be a big move that they'll have to make. But that's the move. That's that's the move that they were very clearly trying to do, and that's the move that I think is still on the table for them. The last five teams, Orlando, Sacramento, OKC, Utah, and Houston are all playing the same, the game of the decade. Brick for Vic. Poot for Scoot. The specter of Victor Wembanyama is hanging over all five of these teams' heads. What's the path out for this group? It's different for each team. Yeah, I think tanking absolutely still works, and it's still going to continue to persist, right? The lottery system changes it. Of course, it makes it a little bit harder to just blatantly tank and get the guy that you want. But as long as there are these perennial or sort of like transcendent generational talents out there, which they will exist, Victor Wambanyama being one of them, Scoot Henderson being one of them, like if you can get him, and you're not contending, then what are you doing with your life if not tanking, right? (laughs) Like, that's the only option. You're either contending or you're tanking. And it's very difficult to be one of those in-between teams. As a Portland Trailblazer fan, I know how that feels. It feels like going absolutely nowhere, right? The team that gets Victor Wambanyama is going to change their franchise for 15 years, right? If he works out to be who we think he is going to be, that's going to that's enough of a reward to take the risk of sort of destroying your franchise for the short term, right? And then in terms of like what the path out is, there really isn't one, right? Like as long as Victor's on the board, there's no path out. Especially for teams like Utah. Utah stacking up picks into perpetuity just like Oklahoma Oklahoma City Thunder, like that's Sam Presti's mindset. It's like, I'll take picks till 2099 until my son's son is running this team, right? And Oklahoma City Thunder, only the only real, I guess, group that could potentially be out of the tanking conversation this year. But again, like if you could imagine a scenario with Victor Wambanyama and Chet on it, I don't even know how you could guard them. The reward, again, is still enough to take the risk, especially considering Shea seems very committed to being on this team. He's not going to ask out. Josh Giddey's still very young. You're shutting Chet down for the year. You've got some other young guns in the two Jalens, right? You don't know what they are going to be. But 
I think they're the only group you could say is very close to being a play-in team, but they can always decide to tank at the very last minute like they did last year, and that's proven to be very successful, fruitful, and and sort of flexible for, for Oklahoma City. So I, I don't see a path out for really any of them. Finally, who is the one player this year from this group that everyone needs to keep their eyes on? Hint, hint, it's not Paolo Bancaro. To me, in this group, it's not close. And you could say, oh, you know, it's Paolo, right? And Paolo's, Paolo's the easy answer, let's be honest. Like, if you've never seen Paolo in person, which I'm sure all of, of you folks on the roundtable have, but it's like he was magnified 1.8 size the, times the size of a normal human being, right? He's not like a stretched out Victor Wambiyama. He's, of course, uh, a talent that's someone you have to watch. But someone that's under the radar for me has got to be Josh Giddy. Just a kid who's absolutely dazzled. He got shut down due to tanking, of course. I believe it was a hip injury. But he's a star. Like, he's got court vision that's impossible to replicate. He's a really elite scorer. He's working on his jump shot now from deep with the San Antonio shot doctor, which I think could really help him and SGA. Now that Chet is out, I think all eyes are going to be on him to have the ball. I think Giddy's going to have a much larger role now that we know what he can do. And, and before he got injured from November till February, he was the Western Rookie of the Month every single month. What's he going to do in year two? You saw what he did in the Summer League. He's ready to absolutely ball. He's my number one player out of this group to watch and keep my eyes peeled on. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Just got time for a quick little story around the league. First and foremost, there is drama a-brewing in Golden State. Jordan Poole has apparently been changing. He's been changing ever since he found out he was going to make $200 million. Shocking. <gasps> Could that be? I got, an, I got an Audi. An Audi Q5. I've been treating everybody different ever since. <laughs> no, you can't get in my Audi. Take your shoes off. I knew it was going to happen. He said to Wiggins right after they won it all. You're getting the bag. I am getting the bag. It's like, dude. You just want a title. You're talking about getting paid. And Dre may not be getting the bag, right, because Poole is and Draymond's getting older and he may be a little salty about it, but they were chirping back and forth. It escalates, and then all of a sudden Draymond says, what do the five fingers say to the face? Punch. Apparently there's some history between these two. You have to imagine that it's the Michigan-Michigan State rivalry. You know, these two teams hate each other, right, in college basketball. Poole is a Wolverine, Dre is a Spartan, there's hate there. And also, let's be honest, I hate to say it, but Jordan Poole, as much as I love him, is annoying. He's very, very annoying when he wants to be. 
Does this matter in the grand scheme of things? Will this affect their title's chances? Is Golden State on the brink of crumbling their dynasty? No. I would be shocked if it impacts them in any given way. But it is an interesting story, and I do love the tea. And in prior years, I might have just bit on and held on to this and chewed on it and made something like a mountain out of it in order to try to find a way to hold on to the belief that Golden State wasn't who we thought they, that they were. But no, it's not going to happen. As long as Steph has both hands and both ankles and Clay is healthy and Draymond is healthy, don't worry, Dubs fans. The evil empire will just keep on rolling, keep on winning titles. Moving forward, LeBron James. He is very interested in owning an NBA franchise. We know that. We know he's all about finding the right time. Kairos is his greatest strength. This is no secret, not even a little bit. However, news broke today in a fascinating way. During a routine preseason news conference in Vegas, LeBron used a simple question about expanding a team in Vegas to strong-arm Adam Silver into giving LeBron the Vegas expansion team. Are you serious? He said this, I would, quote, love to bring a team here at some point. That would be amazing. I know Adam... Silver, is in Abu Dhabi right now, but he probably sees every interview and transcript that comes through from NBA players. So I want the team here, Adam. Thank you. Oh, um, on the heels of Putin almost getting assassinated today, uh, LeBron's a little too Putin-y right now for his own good. Like right now he's making demands of the commissioner saying he's going to own a team. You still are an NBA player that is active right now, Bron. You can't be overtly dictatorial to the commissioner of the NBA in your 20th season. You have to be a little more sneaky and sly than that. You can't just be over here invading the Ukraine and drafting 200,000 people into your army. You can't do that. You end up getting a potential... Assassination attempt while you're in your limo. That's how these things can escalate, Braun. You can't start a media blitz to try to force Adam Silver into giving you a franchise in Las Vegas. Of interest is immediately after Braun's presser, Woj dropped the bomb that said the NBA wants to put its new TV rights deal and collective bargaining agreement behind them before any talk of an expansion team, presumably in Vegas and Seattle, happens, which probably means 2025 is the earliest we'll see new teams in the NBA. That'll give LeBron a whole lot of time playing with his two sons and doing more Putin-esque strong-arming. That's all the time that we have for the Heat Check. We'll be back Thursday, whenever it is, for a new episode. Check out the feed for past episodes of the offseason. Please do not forget to download, subscribe, please tell your friends, and follow us on social at, at this heat check and at Trista Crick on TikTok because the heat check, like you, TikTok fans, never sleeps. <laughs> <laughs>